Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Switch It Up Show. My name is Glenn, and I will be one of your hosts, but I can't do this alone. I need the help of Mr. Seth Trav. My God, my guy, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, my man. I'm doing well. Better for seeing you. And I have, let me tell you, I have an intense, intense game. Hopefully your game is on the same level as mine. I think it might be. I've got a really great one. It was a shocker, a surprising one. And of course, it left me feeling a little puzzled and perplexed. Oh, you know what? I got puzzles, perplexion, and more in my game. But first, let's go ahead and tune into these sweet beats. Gucci, ladies and gentlemen, be sure that you check out the show notes so you can listen to all their sweet tunes. Love that we are able to feature them as our intro and outro music. And speaking of love, Mr. Seth Trav, one thing I feel like that you and I both love is survival horror. And we are going to dive into that wonderful genre right here in the first review with Tormented Souls on the PS5. Switching it up, staying with our namesake covering a PlayStation 5 game. So let me go ahead and give you kind of a little bit of a synopsis here. Tormented Souls is a survival horror inspired by the original Resident Evil and Alone in the Dark series. With a fresh twist on the perspective, on the fixed perspective adventure, Tormented Souls modernizes for a new generation as Carolyn Walker investigates the mysterious disappearance of twin girls in a terrifying mansion. Something evil lurks at Winter Lake while investigating the disappearance of twin girls. Something terrible happens to Caroline Walker. Walking in the dead of night, naked in a bathtub and hooked up to some decrepit medical equipment, Caroline must fight for her life as she explores the halls <laughs> of an abandoned mansion it is a return to classic survival horror torture souls deliberately sets out to draw inspiration from classic survival horror games such as resident evil and silent hill it is a modern take on the fixed perspective adventure offering a modernized control scheme and a more dynamic camera while retaining everything that made those games so beloved by fans and let me tell you seth trav they are playing the hits when it comes to resident evil third person horror they mean it um they say it like four different times here in the description talking about how they are a throwback and they are they are nailing that aesthetic uh they have like a a lot of the tropes uh from resident evil those were the games that of those of those series like whether it be alone in the dark silent hill or resident evil i played many more of the resident evil evil games specifically on the dreamcast and (laughs) and like like it feels like you're playing one of those games they have that fixed perspective um, you is know, the camera like, as bad as it was back no, in 1996? Absolutely not. In fact, you can move it around a lot better, and they do cut the rooms up in the different sections. So where you walk in the one, it automatically switches the camera to another angle. So that's like a little bit of a throwback as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Resident Evil did that all the time. Uh, but you can rotate the camera at any time with the right stick. Um, but you are doing a lot of the same things. You're solving puzzles. You're shooting after dis- different enemies. There is a much better auto aim in this game than there is in Resident Evil. <laughs> Um, it's pr- it's pretty good, um, but you know weapons are scarce. So when you come across them, you really need to um, you know <laughs> make sure you conserve your ammo. Uh, you definitely have a little bit of the Dead Space vibe. Another um, 
fixed person perspective uh, survival horror game there where you have to really manage your inventory but i really like the puzzles in this game they make you they make you think and a lot of times you really need to pay attention to the description of the items inventory management they kind of have a throwback to those series again and you need to go through and read these items and read these clues i don't know how i was able to get past so much of those previous games because i know as an adult i skip past a lot of these <laughs> this information now but i telling you you can't do that if you want to be able to progress and solve these puzzles there are all the clues are hidden in these like books these pieces of paper these artwork around the room you really need to investigate and you will be rewarded for it um, they nail the creepy mansion aspect it is super scary the gameplay is really cool. They have the cool little loading screens when you open the door. When you save, when you in order to save the game, you have to go and find this like basically like podcast setup, but it's a retro one, and you have to load a tape into it to save it. Oh my so God. it's just like it's just like it's just like in Resident Evil where you need the ribbon for the typewriter. Yeah, like, it's just you're gonna if you love those games, you're gonna love Tormented Souls. It's nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents on the PSN store. Definitely can't recommend it enough if you're a fan of those games. And they do have a free download for you to try out so you can find out if it's for you or not 4.5 out of 5 all day my man all day my god high praise all around mm -hmm. and a free demo which is great for when you want to try out a game don't see that, that may enough. be as scary as this is mm -hmm. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen as i said i have a game that was quite puzzling not only because of the name but because of the style of game that it is it's called bone marrow it's $4.99, and you get 25 gold coins when you purchase it digitally on the Switch. But for the purposes of this review, I read it on the, and played it, <laughs> on the PS5. Use spatial logic to defeat monsters and be a hero. Bone Marrow is a game in the genre of role-playing board logic puzzles. What? That's a genre now? <laughs> the game proposes to combine numbers in pairs, and these numbers have been paired with objects. Using their combination, you can create better weapons, shields, and potions, which will increase your attack and defense against dark monsters. But a wrong move will have consequences. If you enjoy puzzles, medieval aesthetics, and elegantly straightforward gameplay, then Bone Marrow will save the day. New spin on a classic puzzle game. It features unlockable characters, four maps to play on, two-player mode, and dark medieval aesthetic art and sound. It's from our friends at Retaliaca Games and the great people at Megapixel. Or Muggle Pixel? I think it's Megapixel. Megapixel. And it's rated T for Teen for blood and violence. So the best way I can describe this game to everyone here right now is if you've ever played the game 2048. Have you ever played 2048, our friend Gwen? I have not, no. my man, no. So 2048 was an old Flash game where you essentially and just actually all you did was combine numbers in sort of multiples of two. So you would start out with two blocks that say two. You'd push them together and now it's four. You get another block. You got two fours. Now you push those together, make eight, and you keep going in perpetuity until you hit 2048. It was a fun game. There was a lot of uh, different styles of 2048 that came out. I know I played a Blink-182 one where you just push their albums together and they would change. <laughs> and that was a lot of fun for me. 2048 was a good uh, time-killing, very engrossing game because of how simple it was, almost to the level of a Tetris. This game plays on that idea very, very well. What it does is it gives you the option to pick between two characters before you unlock a few more. And then you start off on the first level. 
where it gives you a bit of a tutorial, which I do think was somewhat lax because it did take me maybe 20, 30 minutes to kind of really figure out the mechanics of the game. Actually, no, it was about 10, 15. It just felt that long because I knew I wasn't doing something right. Uh, And eventually you will figure out that the game uses a mechanic of day and night. During the day, you're able to gather your various, or I think during the night, you're able to gather your various items that you've pushed together, which will then give your character more shield, more attack strength, or fix up your health. There will be an enemy that appears on the board, and you have to work your way around to them while not giving them the things you just built up. Otherwise, they're going to be harder to defeat. Eventually, you'll come directly next to them in a space pattern on the board, and you can just push in the direction that they're facing to attack them and hopefully not push them backwards into something that will give them bigger power up. It was very interesting to me and it was very, very fun. It was one of those games that I wound up sitting down on and just getting completely engulfed by simply because of the simplicity of it and the replayability. Uh, The game does have a bit of a skew when it comes to the difficulty level. The first level is definitely doable and you won't even die once. However, as soon as you hit the second level, it's like the entire game gets boosted up to 11 and then again to the third and finally the fourth. I didn't have the opportunity to do any of the uh, online play or play with someone else. I would really like to challenge a friend with it because it's got a super mean bean machine vibe in a in the way that you know even in puzzle fighters where you would see your character taking more damage and as you advance in these levels and keep getting stronger power-ups and things like that your character will actually change they'll get a crown they'll get battle damaged and bruised faces sort of like doom the old doom guy looking all kerfuffled and it does have that sort of 32-bit look to it again like a mean bean like a puzzle fighters like a bubble bobble something like that. And I think this game can fit right in with those games and make a very, very strong case to be a contender for a great puzzler of 2021. Uh, The only things that's really a drawback are the tutorial, again, being a little bit lackluster. The music itself, I feel like it could have been better. I feel like there were times where it just sort of cut out and I would have liked more intensity or more intrigue to it. But there are sound effects and you do get a good every now and then. So, ladies and gentlemen, because of all of that, I am going to give Bone Marrow a four out of five. Good score, my man. Good scores all around. I feel like our last two episodes, we've just been singing the praises of all these games. They have been quite good, but stay tuned for the next episode because I know I've got one that really kerfuffed me. My man, you know, it's funny. I feel like this stuff kind of works out because we don't really plan it. We don't really tell each other what we're doing. Um, we call it on the fly a lot. And my game, I'm telling you, it is, it's, a, it's a doozy, my man. But the great thing is if you don't <laughs> like my game, you don't like Seth's game, you can always switch it up. <laughs> <laughs>